everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News. Since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It is Monday, December 4th, and I'm Riley Wolfbauer, joined by Amanda Harris. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending December 1st, 2024. This episode is sponsored by business law firm McGlinchey. In economic news, inflation-adjusted personal spending, excluding volatile food and energy components, rose 0.2% in October after September was downwardly revised to a 0.3% advance. Economic activity has slowed in recent weeks as households are pulling back on discretionary spending. Meanwhile, claims for unemployment insurance rose to 1.93% or sorry, 1.93 million in the week ending November 18th. In compliance news, the Federal Trade Commission and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau are cracking down on junk fees. Auto lenders must review their contract and disclosure processes as the CFPB is expanding its investigation of fees charged during the auto purchase and financing processes. The FTC and CFPB proposed rules in 2022 prohibiting fees regulators deem excessive or unclear and have kept a close eye on fee practices since. The fees can include convenience fees, overdraft, and late fees, along with unexpected fees per, for products or services. Auto lenders must ensure that contracts properly disclose fees and that fees are being assessed in line with the language included in the contract signed by the consumer. In power sports, motor home values rose in October after fluctuating month by month since June. They went up in June, then declined in July, went up again in August, then fell in September, and then rose again in October. Average values increased 3.6% month over month and 2.8% year over year to just above $63,000, according to BlackBook. On the towable side, average values at auction landed just below $19,000 in October down 6.2% year-over-year. In September, RV sales were down 21% year-to-date compared with the same reporting period in 2022. Consumer demand for recreational vehicles and power sports units has declined due to the current macroeconomic environment. In finance news, captives continue to regain total auto financing market share in the third quarter. Captive total market share, which includes new and used loans and leases, increased 8.8 percentage points year-over-year to 30.4% in the third quarter, marking the highest level for captives since the first quarter of 2018, according to Experian. Captives surpassed credit unions and banks on a year-over-year basis to hold the top spot. Captives have regained market share by reintroducing incentives as inventory has recovered, During COVID-19 supply chain challenges, captives withdrew incentive offers, and as interest rates were increased by the Federal Reserve, credit unions were able to gain market share by offering lower rates compared with the rest of the competition. On the used vehicle side, credit unions still control the greatest market share at 30.3%. Last week, Amanda had some coverage on credit performance in the auto asset-backed securities market. What are the details there? Yeah, so, you know, we have seen kind of an influx uh, the last couple of years of new and small subprime lenders coming to market. So with that, they're bringing their books and a lot of these lenders lend to deeper subprime consumers, consumers with, you know, lower FICO scores. So obviously their delinquencies just by default are going to be a little bit higher. So that influx of these smaller issuers or issuers that are coming to market for the first time, 
issuers that come to market on a non-regular basis, kind of meeting, you know, at least one of those parameters are bringing in their performance and basically leading to an uptick in late stage delinquencies across the market. So this is the measurement that Fitch Ratings has done at, you know, some prime influences across across the market given a few exceptions um you know for like online retailers and things like that that don't really work the same way but for for the most part looking at all you know publicly publicly out there uh, rated deals in auto abs so their 60 plus day delinquency index rose to six percent in october and that's coming off of a high of 6.11 percent in september so by comparison, that was at 5.13% during the same reporting period of October last year. So it's definitely going up, and part of it is the inflationary pressures that we know subprime consumers are facing. So delinquencies are just up because of the inflationary prices and, and delinquencies being up regardless. But the other piece of this that they are kind of trying to account for um, at Fitch is this kind of influx of these new issuers bringing in those delinquency levels and kind of pushing the entire index up. So it's just something else to kind of think about when we're looking at performance as a whole, like looking at it holistically, rather than just saying, okay, delinquencies are up because performance is weaker. That is a piece of it, but it's also just how the capital markets are working right now. It's how the issuance is kind of trending. And it's just what's happening as far as, you know, these new issuers coming to market. So we've seen, you know, a couple different ones that have come to market since 2019 for the first time. You know, there's a Revo acceptance. They did their first inaugural auto securization in 2019. Then we've seen Lobo Finance, for example. We've seen Avid Finance, Avid Acceptance, excuse me. And then we've also seen, you know, some subprime issuers who have come to market and then went defunct. So we saw American Car Center and U.S. Auto Sales both close their doors. And then, of course, all of those ABS deals are starting to face, you know, pretty high loss numbers. So that obviously will kind of move things around a little bit in the index if you're looking holistically as well. So just something to keep an eye on. Um, we do expect auto ABS delinquencies to pick up modestly in 2024, again, as the pressures kind of continue with inflation. Um, but you know, low employment, unemployment, excuse me, is still pretty low. So there's not any like major considerations or concerns that delinquencies will skyrocket or anything like that. We have seen, you know, a nice little uptick uh, in delinquencies that we've been seeing, especially in subprime. But losses still aren't at, a, I think, a huge concern for the industry. They're they're kind of holding off and charge offs and all that are still kind of holding off. But delinquencies are definitely rising and people are going into that late stage bucket as well. So something we'll be monitoring to closely. Great. Thanks, Amanda. So that about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter and LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.